Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. What's up, besties? What's up? I just cracked my neck. I don't know if you could have heard it, but I should have put my mic right up to it. We're recording a little bit earlier than we usually do today in the day. And I jumped on and I told Danny I hadn't done my makeup or my hair. And I was like, maybe we shouldn't do video today. But then I was just like, you know what? I put some lipstick on. Yep. I have a ring light blasting at my face. Yeah. People are always like, "How your skin is so amazing. I'm like, dude, it's a window. A window or ring light helps. That's it. I got the same thing. I got the ring light on, uh, lipstick, and a hat. That's, that's my your, hack. Look at your hat, man. Where'd you get that egg hat? <laughs> at this, in San Diego, at Traffic and Conversion, there's a place called Eggies, and I was obsessed. Everything was eggs. The coffee cup holders were the cutest. But, you know, I had to buy the hat. There was hats and shirts, and I'm like, yes, I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, I I'm like you're, their you're perfect an audience. influencer and also a couch influencer. <laughs> I haven't even posted my couch video yet. That reminds me, I need to post it. Um, which I actually gave the couch to Courtney, so I don't even I have know. the couch. <laughs> but it's also being put to good use. So it is. It is. Um, what's going on? Well, it was just Easter. Did nothing. Which maybe I forgot. I like didn't. I like didn't even know it was Easter. I know. You until know, yesterday when I saw people on social media talk about it. I, I guess if you don't have kids or you're not religious, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I could say this. I should have worn this egg hat on Easter. You should <laughs> because eggs have everything to do with Jesus' resurrection, right? And bunnies. <laughs> Actually, I went and um, did. Uh, I went and did a workout with Karis, who's a mutual friend of ours, and she now has chickens at her house. And so she brought me like a dozen eggs from the chickens. Oh, amazing. Was, they were like a couple of them were like blue. Yeah. So, so good. I know. I'm excited to try them. So actually, I just had a conversation with Jeff about this last week because we bought eggs and he goes, oh, I like the brown ones. I'm like, why? They make no difference. He goes, like, they just feel healthier. And I said, you know, what's funny. I had chickens and I said, some of them lay brown eggs, some lay white eggs, and some lay blue eggs. And I said, how come you never go to the store and there's never a box of blue eggs? It's just brown or white. I don't know what they do with all the blue and green eggs. Yeah. But it's funny because literally the same chicken could lay a different color egg. So That's so weird. Those brown eggs, if you think they're healthier, they're not. They just, I don't know. They're just brown. They got extra melanin in their uterus. <laughs> oh, is that it? <laughs> is that the science behind it? It sounds Are you, you're a chicken influencer now? <laughs> Just definitely spread that one around. That's the truth. <laughs> well, we wanted to have this conversation today. Actually, this was Danny and I were like, okay, you come with an idea. I'll come with an idea. And uh, coincidentally, our idea was kind of similar. There's a little bit of overlap. So um, this, uh, I actually have had a video go somewhat viral on my social media. It's at like almost a million views. 
And I know like a lot of people, like I don't know, not a lot of people, but like that's pretty common for you to have like larger followings. But for me, I think the most I've ever had is like 100,000 something or whatever. And I'll get a little boost on that. I think in the last two weeks, we've added almost 3,000 new followers. Um, and this almost had like 10,000 likes on or whatever. Anyway, it is a, it's such a random video. I mean, I, now I understand why it went viral because of like, um, it's basically a picture of me from the neck or a video from me of the neck down. And it just has like my body and it says, it just says, um, a guy at the coffee shop asked me how I got in great shape, lots of running. And I said, no, lots of lifting. And that's it. And it's essentially just me from the neck down. People can't even see my face. It's just my body. And, you know, it's like I've striated shoulders and like, you know, you can see my quads and everything else. So anyway, it, it ended up going viral. And it's so interesting to see the, I don't know, just the social experiment of this video literally being shown to hundreds of thousands of people that don't know you and people's compulsion to literally just comment the first thing that they think. Like, I, mean, I think it's so odd to me. Anyway, the bottom line is sort of exactly what we thought when it comes to social media. We've talked about this quite a bit on this podcast, this idea that like you really can't please everybody and using social media for affirmation doesn't always work out. So at the end of the day, you just have to post what, you know, what's true for you, right? You have to put it out there and you have to kind of let the chips fall in terms of how it's received. And I will say I've probably gotten, I don't know, I would say maybe 10% of the comments are negative. And of course, we always, you know, tend to focus more on the negative comments. To me, like, I, I don't take any of this stuff. Like, I, it hasn't ruined my day. It was just more interesting. But it was mostly from, I don't think there was any comments from women that were negative. It was all men. And I would say at least half did not have a profile picture and mo almost all had a private account. And um, they were all around two things, which I thought this was so interesting to me because you and I, like we're in like a little bit of a bubble, right? If you listen to this podcast, you're into personal development, you're into like understanding yourself, being a better person, like you're under, you're, like taking the high road, really like working on yourself. This is just the straight up mob, like literally the a person who seizes an explore tab and just feels the need to comment literally whatever comes to their mind. Two specific types of comments. One, of course, from men thinking I'm on steroids. That was a huge one. It's basically like, yeah, you're using steroids or, or you look like a dude or, you know, people are like you're very handsome, like just stuff like that. So it's like, yes, it's <laughs> oh boy. like. You know, and it's funny because someone, if you're a dude and you lift weights, you you like the look of like a, you know, a fit woman. But anyway, the other, which is so interesting to me, and I'm interested in your take on this. The other half of the comments that are negative are all around how I'm, a t I'm seeking attention. It's all mm. like, are you getting the attention you want? Yeah, you're going to be, you're going to have to eat humble pie at some point. You know, <laughs> are you doing this for, did you get all the attention you wanted? Like, it's wild. And I'm like, wow, people are like, like it's dudes being like, just be humble. It's so interesting <laughs> to me that that was a thing. I was like, oh, it's so strange that you can literally just have a woman who's sharing a video on her own account, literally her own account <laughs> about her and, and, you know, in a service of her audience, which is mostly women. And that these men are so insecure that literally just seeing a woman 
being confident and owning her physique is so threatening to them that they have to call it self-absorbed or attention seeking Mm. or conceited or whatever. And I was like, this is so interesting to me. And I I don't know about your take, but I was very surprised by that. And of course, all the comments that were positive are obviously mostly from women being like, your body is goals. Oh my God, I love lifting weights. This is amazing. You're so right. Like, you know, and so of course we focus on the the, the 10% of negative comments, but I thought that was, of course, I just delete them all as soon as they come in. But it is so interesting to me just seeing that perspective. I feel like I've always been so, and you and I have been like so like sort of inoculated from some of that because we've grown these following slowly over time and organically and with the right people. And so getting just like spouted up and like have a million people see this video has been really strange. Oh my God. The internet is full of interesting people. And I, this is just funny because, because we were talking about Easter and yesterday, Jeff was like, let's watch Passion of the Christ, which I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. I think I did I'd, too. I'd heard about it for years. Um, this is Mel basically, Gibson. Yeah, right. Mel Gibson produced it. But basically, it's just the crucifixion of Jesus. Like, it's a two hours of just what happened of the last couple hours of his life. But what was interesting was you said the mob. And I found this really fascinating that human nature seems to have never changed. You know, whether or not you this story is something you believe mm-hmm. or follow or not. But... Mm-hmm. While Jesus was getting crucified, there were just people in the crowds that were just screaming and throwing rocks and not knowing if he did anything wrong or whatever. They were just going along with with everyone else. And I feel like this is just a similar mentality. It's just like, okay, we're just going to lash on her. We're going to throw rocks. We have to do something. We have to say something just because there's someone out there who's getting attention. And I don't know if it is the like excitement of belonging so you just want to be part of something so you're commenting or you're trying to stand out and be funny i i was actually looking at another account recently and reading the comments um it was actually dave asprey's and people were just making comments about his looks and stuff like that and some of them were really funny it wasn't necessarily it was mean but it was funny mean and i'm like oh maybe these people are just they don't even really care they just are trying to get a rise so i don't know what it is about human behavior but it is this you know jumping in and kind of crowding Tearing around someone, someone and down trying to make or fun. just yeah. yeah like almost and like you you're a part s- of it <laughs> it's like everyone wants to be part of it and everyone wants to throw in their comment too to see either who could be the wittiest or who could make the best punch or the best hit but uh kind of to your point and this is a broad sweeping brushing stroke of men but it does seem to be a majority of insecure men and i just remember in school let's say first grade second grade usually the kid who was the class clown or getting in trouble or being the most the biggest bully was a kid a male and i don't know maybe this is some part of how we are like this could we maybe go into a deeper discussion and maybe this is something we could should have asked kelly or for part two but maybe this is part of how we're conditioning our boys to get attention for them to get some mm-hmm. kind of significance i know tony robbins talks about one of the core needs is significance and it's got to be a way if if you are getting some kind of attention for them to like I don't know, maybe grab some of the attention from you and for them to get significance, they have to throw a stone or make a comment at you. I don't know. And that's really like a deeper way of thinking psychologically, Mm -hmm. but there's got to be something to it. It's just, it's, it's literally the whole mom mentality, throwing the rocks, 
but now it's just on digital instead of it's in person. It's so ironic to me, though, that the comments were around me needing attention. I'm like, dude, right? you're the one who's doing a drive-by commenting on someone else's post. Who of the two of us needs attention? Well, like- that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> it, right? It's like the, the thing you say to someone is usually about yourself. It's that like pointing one finger at someone else and three back at you. It's like right. whatever they're saying is probably exactly what they are thinking totally. about themselves or missing about themselves or insecure about them themselves. And it's also interesting you said that most of them have private accounts or no photos because you know and I know that these are probably gamers who are overweight who don't have a girlfriend like we can make a lot of judgments around who they are and maybe not maybe they're like a really handsome attractive um stand-up guy but I it's just like can't we tend to know think that, that, that guy is like, doing that right I was gonna say someone who like has their own shit going on is excited mm-hmm. about their life and like isn't invested in like their own stuff doesn't feel the need to just comment randomly on a, someone's account no. And, and you know, the other thing is that someone who has their own thing going on and who's excited about life and who is doing something that's like whether following their passions or purpose, they also recognize that that's what you're doing and they can go like game recognizes game. They're like, mm-hmm. good on you, girl. I know you how hard it you're working to get there because I'm also working hard. And so even if I don't want that look, I can appreciate the hard work because I'm also working hard in my life. Right. And I think that when you're not doing those kind of things, it's easy to just be a couch keyboard warrior and sit back and make snack judgments. And it's just weird that we have this platform, social media, to be able to do that and to do it anonymously and just to feel good about yourself. It is so strange to me. But, you know, this and and I obviously and you do, too. We both work with newer online entrepreneurs. Mm. And this is what I hate because this does exist right? This does exist. And it kind of just reinforces for people who are scared to show up. Like for me, I think I just found it very interesting from like a psychological perspective. We're going to talk about another scenario here in a few, which is also interesting. But it didn't hit me like I wasn't like, am I too big? Do I too mo- more? Mo- do I look like a man? Like, you know, I told Keith and we were kind of laughing about it. And he was like, you, he's like, you're so sexy. Like, I love your body so much. Like, so, and I didn't even, I didn't even go to him for validation. I wasn't like, oh my God, should I change something? Like I maybe would have 10 years ago if I was like newer to the space for sure. And so I do hate it because this is the reality of if you do start going viral, right? If you, or you have these moments where like you do start growing, you start getting in front of strangers. Like we all t- like want to. There is this side of it. So if you are a newer entrepreneur, you have to work on your own shit because chances are, if you do grow, you're doing something that's different, scarier, bigger than most people ever would. And because you're putting yourself out there, we did a, you and I did a whole episode on just the fact that confidence alone can be polarizing. Like Mm -hmm. you could just literally be a confident woman and that is polarizing to people because they just don't, it doesn't sit well with people. And so you showing up and saying, I have something to say, I have something to share, even if it's on your own account it's not off limits from these these haters and these trolls, right? And these people who just feel the need to interject something. So if you're listening to this and you're, you're like, God, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I'm scared of. You have to do the work to know yourself. If I wasn't so secure in who I was, it definitely would have had me shook, right? It definitely would have had me, you know, maybe I would have like archived the post or I'd be like, oh my God, I can't, you know. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm a little bit worried because all these followers are coming in from this fitness content, and meanwhile, I'm like, I'm a business coach. So like, I'm about yeah, to be like, yeah. four ways to identify your ideal client. And like, you know, so I'm sorry you fitness followed me and like, you know, kind of gaslit you, but 
that's what I do, but that is a piece of content. So we'll see what happens with that. But I do feel bad for those who are newer. And the thing I can say is like, you have to get right with you, right? Keep the people who are close to you, who love you, who care about you, who see the real you, you have to keep them close. You have to go to and, you know, remind yourself of who you are, because if you're not secure in who you are, these people will just pierce right through that insecurity. And before you know it, you might start finding yourself playing smaller or not posting as much or even just giving up, which would be the worst thing. Because I look at that post and I'm like, wow, so many people got so much value out of that post. So many people were like, oh my God, me too. I love this caption. I love how you said this. I'm going to start weight training. I just started weight training. Like the value that people got from the post way out, out you know, um, ways the negative comments. And mm-hmm. that's, you have to remember that, right? It's a negativity bias that's making us go and really spotlight some of the negativity because you're just like confused by it, honestly. But when you think about it, there are so many more people out there who do appreciate it, who do need your message that you can't let a handful of insecure people take that power away from you. And so that's, I wanted to say that last piece too. Did you want to talk about? Yeah, but let me add one more thing. I I actually was going to say for newer influencers that are, are newer online business owners who are scared, I think there's a bigger fear that it's going to be the small people saying negative things. I think if you go viral and you have hundreds of people saying it, it's almost like you kind of can have it roll off you easier because you're like, all right, these are just a bunch of weirdos. Like if there's a hundred thousand comments and you got some weird, you're just, you know, it's just weirdness. But if you post and there's 12 comments and one is calling you out and saying that, I feel like that actually hurts worse and feels worse. I know in my early days of the sweaty buddies, there was one page that kept calling uh, our brand out, me and, and Aubrey, and they just, they were like bullying me and I was really triggered and I was scared to post things because of this one page. Do I know who this is? No, I don't even remember okay. who they are now. Um, and they kind of went away, but I don't remember oh. who they are anymore. I just know that there was this guy and he decided to comment and he was like constantly commenting on my shit. Just one person who was calling me out and I'm like, what is his problem? And right. that felt a lot worse than a viral post and like a bunch right. of people saying stuff. Yeah, so I that think that's, I think sometimes it's the fear of the close people around. Like we're always yeah. afraid of like that one person nearby that will yep. say something that like really knows you and somehow, I don't know. It's always bringing like up your... another trainer in town too. Yes, You exactly. know what I mean? Like doesn't that always happen, especially when you're getting started? Because now at this level, I'm like, I don't even know any local trainers. But when I was yeah. starting out, because I used to be one, yep. and then I went online, I got a lot of, I don't know a lot, but I did get some heat from other local trainers being like, who do she think she is? And like, oh, she thinks she's famous now and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's that goes to your point about like, it's usually someone who's a little bit closer to you in the inner circle. And I do want to validate that like, once you start like growing out of that space, like the local sort of market is not an issue anymore, right? But there is those people who are just like, it's a tall poppy syndrome, right? It's this idea that you're trying to be better than the rest of us. We're all at the same level and you're trying to be up here. How dare you try to be up here? And so if you're listening to this and it is someone who's maybe local, maybe it's a business owner, I mean, a gym owner or another trainer or a friend of yours or something like that, that I agree with you. I think sometimes that can hit a little bit harder. Yeah, I think so. And actually this does go to the next one, which was we... Oh, how do I explain I mean, this? We can one? talk so, about it, can't we? It's all yeah. public. We can we yeah. can name it. Okay. So Dr. Lane Norton, uh, Bio Lane on Instagram, he made a post with a video of an ad that Jade Tita, Jill's ex, Dr. Jade Tita, 
uh, made. And in the video, Jade said something about four hormone types, and he's just explaining this four hormone type thing. And bio lane lane norton cuts in and he's like there's no such thing if you have hormone issues go to an endocrinologist and get tested and he goes most people just blame their hormones so he, but he was really aggressive he was really it was, like a, it was a takedown post it was yes. basically like one of these tear downs like oh i'm gonna watch this thing and then like talk shit about it and it was yeah. my ex-husband who was also a physician who's also wrote several books on metabolism i mean the dude knows his shit but it was interesting yeah go for continue well it's really hard to not be biased because a i like jade and b i hate lane so <laughs> um like i have issues from lane from 10 years ago so back when i went through adrenal fatigue um i went to endocrinologist i got tested i went to these doctors nobody helped me do you know who helped me fucking jade tita helped me who was a naturopath and he listened to me he gave me um supplements to take he gave me protocols to do now lane at that time this was around the time where a lot of women were struggling after uh, competition, competitions, gaining weight. And so he's like, adrenal fatigue is not a thing. And let me say, it's not necessarily a thing in medical books, right? So he was saying that it's all made up and these women are gaining all this weight because they're overeating, they're binging, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I knew that wasn't the case for me. I wasn't overeating. I wasn't binging. I was literally following a competition diet and gaining weight. So he was very dismissive toward my reality and Jade was listening to my reality. So I definitely have a huge bias on these two men. <laughs> um, but uh, Jade, the reason I even saw this post was because Jade made a response to it. So Jade reposted it and he said, here's my response, Lane. He goes, Lane, I respect your work. Basically, let's have a man-to-man -man conversation on a podcast and discuss this. He goes, there are no four hormone types. This is marketing speak, and it helps people understand, right? And this is what we do as marketers is we create, um, frameworks, I don't know, create ideas, systems. frameworks that help people understand, like, a in a very simple terms. Like, let's just say, for example, there's uh, these personality tests like you can take. I remember going to a Danny Johnson thing and it's like you're either a, she does this thing called gems. You're a sapphire, you're a pearl, you're a ruby or an emerald. OK, that's not anything scientific there. You have there's lots of people with different personality types, but you're putting yourself into four boxes in general. Same thing with Enneagrams. Same thing with like, I don't know, human design. You're you're putting yourself in little boxes to make it easier to understand, to communicate. So this is what Jade was doing with the hormone types. But Lane's calling it out as if he's this non-scientific idiot person who has a fake doctor degree and doesn't know what he's talking about. And I just felt like it was slimy. It was shady and it was just shitty marketing. I mean, I, in one hand, I'm like, yes, this is great marketing because it got tons of comments. It got tons of shares because jade commented back on it a lot of people made more comments and there was this whole back and forth and people you know unfollowing standing up for one guy and pushing down the other guy i don't think it's really necessary to shove someone else's ideas in the toilet but i thought how jade responded was very upstanding i thought jade responded um maturely and a lot of people i read and i mean i spent some time reading in the comments a lot of people were like hey uh, he responded like, what are you going to say back? And Lane had no response back. So I felt like it honestly looked bad on the poster, but yeah, I agree. So I saw it too. And, um, I ended up seeing Jade's post first. Obviously I don't follow Lane, but, yeah. um, and I was at first I was like, what is this? Right. And then I was like, oh, okay. 
this is because uh, I think someone else did this. I think um, another doctor like who has kind of a following did this with Jade because the context is this Jade uh, Jade's company is called Metabolic and they do a ton of Internet marketing. So his ad and his face is all over the place like they spend yeah. shit. They spend tens of thousands of dollars per day on yeah. advertising. And so he's on Facebook. He's on Instagram. He's on TikTok. He's on YouTube. His face is everywhere. So a lot of people just recognize his face from these ads. And so I think it goes to our earlier conversation of like people can't let something like that go. They have to say something. I really thought it was interesting, like reading through some of the comments, some people were like, Lane's right. Other people were like, Jade's right. I don't think it's a matter of right or wrong, to be honest. I think they're just not seeing things at all the same way because Lane's a researcher. So that was the whole point about it was like, Lane's a researcher. He knows the, you know, he takes, he's a science guy, whatever. Jade's like, cool, but I'm a clinician. And I see yeah. in my practice, literally thousands of women who struggle with these different hormonal dysfunction situations and they're not getting answers from their endocrinologist just like you said literally your exact textbook what you said and so that was sort of like the thing and he was basically saying hey your marketing jade kind of said hey your marketing is like these takedown pieces and mm -hmm. my marketing is to put in these systems so people can so i can reach the people who really need this and it was cool to see a lot of people whose lives jade's changed saying like, wow, nothing ever helped me except your program. Nothing has ever helped me as well as, you know, you were the only one who listened to me. You're the only person who like really spoke to what was going on. So that was really cool to see. But I think the the thing that to me was kind of just the, the grossest really was just the type of marketing to me. And also I agree with you when Jade responded on Lane's post and he like responded in a way that was like, hey, you know, appreciate your work, but let's talk about this. We're seeing it from two different angles, this and that. And Lane didn't respond to Jade. He responded mm -hmm. to other people on the post, but not to Jade. And people yep. are like, hey, man, you can't call a dude out. Then he responds in a really like respectable way and you still don't answer him. And I don't know if Lane thinks it's below him or it's just like one of those things that he just doesn't want to take responsibility for. But like to me, like, dude, you started it, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like so I think that and Jade was mostly like, yeah, like this is just high school shit, right? This is just sort of high school stuff, like putting down someone else to make yourself feel better. And it's unfortunate because this dude has a huge following. And there's a lot of people in the comments who like this kind of marketing, like this teardown, negative takedown, like got him, you know, like gotcha kind of marketing. And I was like, this is fucking disgusting. These are grown ass men doing this. It was interesting. Did you see someone said, and he committed adultery against Jill Coleman when they were married? I saw that yeah, I comment did. too. I, I was did. like, I wanted to comment and be like, I'm fine. Thanks though. Yeah. For, I appreciate that. <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, oh, they went down deep and they were trying to find stuff on him. And it's just back to the mom mentality, finding a rock to throw. So someone made that comment, right? They're going, well, and he also had an affair with Jill Coleman and someone asked how he knew that and I was like these people are just finding stuff it's to wild. again just to throw rocks at somebody and it's completely it was also completely taken out of context and this is what's really tricky about anything today is and I've seen this happen especially during the pandemic where there's a comment made by somebody and they cut the clip so you're not getting the context of what they said and then they're blasting it on news stories and then they're getting other people's feedback on the comment and you're like wait you're taking this completely out of context so we're talking about two different things and it's I think context is really important I remember a big piece on uh, something I learned that I think is really important is 
in, intent and impact. And we can have the intent to not hurt someone, but the impact is still hurtful. So I think that's important to recognize. But I also do believe that context does matter. And mm-hmm. uh, Lane took the context. Com- he took the video completely out of context. He didn't give any front end context. He didn't give any back end context. Just a clip of a short clip of an ad and then blasted how this part doesn't make sense. And you can't I mean, you can you can't do that. But you can do that. I mean, he did it. So I just think that the other piece is that we don't we don't have personal responsibility. And it's like the impact that he's making, the intent was to tear down Jade. But the impact could be that people stray away from Jade, which they could end up really being helped by him. Uh, what was cool, though, is I saw one comment who said, hey, I didn't I disagree with you to Lane. Um, and I never knew who Jade was, but now I've been fo- I started going down the rabbit hole and now I'm following him. Thanks for that. <laughs> So I'm you know, like, you can bring the, you want to bring people to uh, the negative side and then they end up finding the good. Yeah. Do you think that this was just literally a marketing ploy for, um, for Lane? I mean, because obviously I like you so. and I are even talking about it on this podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if that's the, the intended impact, I mean, it certainly worked from that perspective is I all, mean, all press, good press. So I was thinking about this this morning on one hand, it was brilliant on his side, right? Because like you went viral and you got a lot more followers, I'm sure because of Jade posting and Lane cross posting that because of the conversation, because of the way the algorithm works, it's going to show up on more people's feed. I'm sure he got more followers from it. I'm sure both of them did actually. Um, So on one aspect, and we talk about this too, is drawing a line in the sand and making and being polarizing. And he did that. He was polarizing. He drew a line in the sand. So on one hand, I'm like, good job. High five, Lane. You did all the right things. On the other hand, I'm like, except... Why'd you choose? Yeah, like why'd you choose a person who's a good person and also you didn't really do your research and it was a little like, could you do it on something else? And I thought about this for a while too, because I thought there are some people I feel like do need to take down. So then I'm going, am I, be, am I being hypocritical? <laughs> but but also that? is that other people's jobs? You know what I mean? I guess right. that's where I go to is like, is it someone's job to police the internet? You mm. know, that's a big you know, some people have a really big justice button. We've talked about this before on the podcast where like they can't let anything just go, right? They they feel like they are the ones with the right information and they feel like they're literally doing a service to the internet. And there were in the comments, people were like, thanks so much for this lane. We can always count on you to set us straight and keep us in line and like whatever. And like, so he really takes that in, I'm sure. And is like, I'm doing a service. This is for the better. This is the, for the good of all. And you can, and like, it's a self-righteousness that you sort of convince yourself that yeah. you are actually doing something of service. And you don't look at the fact that like the way you had to do it was take down someone who, and by the way, like Jade's not someone who just came on the scene last year. He's been doing like instrumental work in the fitness industry for like over 15 years and not even just like in being a naturopathic physician, but like he was an, he's like an OG in the fitness space. He shaped so many, many people's like lives in terms of like, I mean, including you, right. Touched all these people's lives, changed people's paradigm around exercise and nutrition and metabolism. So it's not like it's just someone who came in and like is a complete charlatan or like whatever. It's like, this is someone who's been doing this work for a long time. And so I don't know. I felt like it was an extremely bad taste. I felt like it was pretty gross. And I felt like I was like, why are grown men doing takedown pieces? Like, why are you as a grown man doing a takedown piece? Like, I don't know. It just seemed. Yeah. It just is odd, well, odd marketing some, to me. 
something I I also found interesting was just the biases in everyone's like I guess their paradigms, totally. right? I saw some comments about being a naturopath and naturopathic physician and how some people don't believe that's true medicine or they're not real doctors, which is interesting because, and even like chiropractic, they put some of that right. in the same same bubble. And it's really interesting because alternative medicine doesn't seem to get the same credibility. But what's really interesting with that is a lot of people I know who have mystery illnesses, autoimmune diseases, things like that, can't find help in traditional Western medicine. So they go down the alternative medicine paths and a lot of them find healing and relief. And yes, there are people who are quacks in that industry, but there are also a whole lot of people doing Western medicine who are also quacks, who are just writing out prescriptions, who are just phoning it in every fucking day. And so it's like, we're willing to like turn the, turn an eye on one side of a group of people and then not the other and so mm -hmm. we have to judge them with the same the same standards right and i just yep. don't think that there's there's fairness in that but there's just biases in that and right. i understand there's some people who are like hey research and i don't know studies and it's funny too because i was like i've never seen someone read any more research than jade or <laughs> right. post about anything right. like it's true like someone who like looks at that stuff more than him but it was just interesting to again back to human nature and seeing how people love to jump in these these mobs and make these comments and throw the stones and just be part of a group and i think it has to do with a bigger part of belonging and uh trying to gain significance and it ultimately comes down to that. And I think it's also a big fucking show of insecurity when you've got a, it's like they say the, the there's two ways to build the tallest building in town is like build the tallest building or knock down someone else's, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's always ways to, you can knock down someone else's building so yours is taller and okay, that's one way, but how yeah. about you just go do your own shit? Yeah, that was so, it was really interesting. And just from the social psychology perspective to go like to your point, is this really necessary? But I mean, I guess that's why I'm just like, maybe it's just a complete marketing ploy. And, yeah. you know, there's no desire to have an actual discussion about like what's going on with this, with the state of this horm these, you know, hormonal situation, you know, there's, and this is why a lot of women feel gaslit because they're like, I know something's happening. I know my body. And and also the irony of two men talking about female hormones too. Like to <laughs> yes. me, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of comments about that. They're like, there's two grown men arguing about female hormones and we're just, right. all the women are like getting out the popcorn. Like, let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though, right? It's like women, we, we like know what's happening and we know something's going on. And yeah, are there people who are overeating? Sure. Right. And I think that was more like Lane's point was like, you know, a lot of people are quote unquote blaming their hormones when like in actuality, they haven't actually done the lifestyle stuff yet. They actually are, are still overeating or they're underestimating how much exercise they're doing or whatever. Like I get that. There's always going to be a sliver of that. But like in your case, you were literally on a competition diet eating like less than 1200 calories a day. Like you should not have been gaining massive yeah. amounts of weight. Something has to be happening there. And this is why so many women feel gaslit by their doctors because they do get a, you know, test done and the doctor's like, it's in normal range. And you're like, 
So should I just go fuck myself then? Yeah. Or and then you know you start seeking out and you go, wow, I really can't. I'm not listened to. You know, I'm not like my needs aren't being heard. And so I start to do my own research and I end up in where people like Jade or these other alternative medicine practitioners, they get listened to, they get time spent with them, they get protocols that are absolutely like, I'm also like, why are we, why are we also, um, saying that things like resting is not okay, right? Like that's really what lifestyle medicine, integrated medicine, it really is like, hey, let's look at the hormones and like, let's pay attention to rest and recovery and building back the neurochemicals and all the stuff that you have to do. Like, I don't know why that would even be bad advice, right? Like even people who have healthy hormone levels should be doing that. So to me, it wasn't like Jade's prescribing but it was interesting, and I thought from the Martin, and this is the last thing I have to say on this, how uh, Lane's big thing was like, this is a waste of money. And I thought that was mm. really interesting because that's most people's, like, if you can, like, that's most people's, we had this whole, you and I did an episode on how most people think that coaches are ripoffs. They feel yeah. ripped off by potential coaches. And this speaks to the mob mentality, right, of... People are just trying to, this is a scam. You know, people are just trying to rip you off all the time. So he played right into people's insecurities about how they're getting scammed. And so then it's like, it makes him the savior. Like he's saving us money. Meanwhile, I'm like, that dude's probably (laughs) selling his own shit, right? But he plays into people's sensitivities about getting ripped off. So it's like, thank you so much for not wasting my money and wasting my time and all that kind of stuff. It was really from like a psychological perspective, so interesting. Mm, yeah, that's really true. It's like, say, yeah, that savior complex. Yep. Of don't fall for this snake right. oil salesman. I know it's like, and then it's like, let me show you what really works. And it's like, I know, my- <laughs> I know. It's literally this guy. Like, don't buy from him, but buy from me over here. Like, what? Yeah. You're doing- it's just indirect. You were, and you know, back to the thing that the person is saying they're calling out what they're really thinking or doing. So if he's calling out saying he's a snake oil salesman. Motherfucker's got three foot fingers pointed back at him. He's a snake oil salesman. <laughs> it's like, dude, what you just said that he's doing is what you're doing. So I don't know. It's start. I would just start paying attention to what are. And people I also think a- different accusing. strokes for different folks, right? Like to me, there's a ton of people, a large percentage population who needs what Jade is selling and needs to understand yeah. the hormone stuff. And then, of course, there's definitely going to be a percentage of the population who. Like I tend to think of a little bit younger, maybe younger males that will be like, yeah, Lane stuff works for them and it makes sense yeah. for them, but like not for a 50 year old woman, right? That's just not necessarily going to be the thing. And so I think it all is valid. I just think the way that, that Lane went about it to me is, was just odd and sort of disgusting. Anyway, yeah, I agree. This is our well, uh, now we're going to add more our fuel to it. You commenting on the news, those Instagram posts. <laughs> Yep. Well, anyway, we I'd love to hear y'all's take on this. If you are have ever had hater comment, trolling comment, takedown piece, uh, if you definitely share with us in our closed Facebook group, you can go to thebestlifepodcast.com and click on the link to join our Facebook group. It's free. We have some discussions in there. And of course, if you want any follow-ups or have any additional questions or comments, we can maybe do a part two about this. So and I'll, I'll uh, let you guys know how many followers I unfollows I get after I start <laughs> posting business content. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. We'll, we'll see you on the next episode. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.